everyone and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I am your host, Teresa Reese, and y'all know how we do it. I am going to read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. And the name of this poem is entitled He's Still With Me. And this is a tribute to the married women in the house. So, if you can attest to this type of testimony, honey, just say whoop whoop and just leave it at that. No one has to know but you and I. (laughs) So, here we go. Now you want to be heard. So, you squawk like a little bird. No, you roar more like a lion. Which has me dying inside from laughter. The sound of you crying wolf for pity because of your misery has me actually feeling quite sorry for you. You say that he's with you when he is actually with me. Pity of you to think that I would take your bait so easily knowing that you would love to trade places with me. Look here, miss. I don't have time for mess. I am a woman with class. And you are a woman from his past. And his past has nothing to do with me because presently he's spending his quality time with me. Yeah, maybe a while ago the two of you had something. But that was all before me, so your stories mean nothing. And just because I don't speak on those vulgar things that you claim are still happening, between the two of you, that doesn't mean that you've gotten away with anything. Peace, be still, hush up, and wait for your own man to come your way. He may have had a peace, but I am still his wife, so please. I remember when I wrote this, and at the time, I was actually dating the individual who I claimed to be his wife because we had discussed marriage on many occasions, which is why it's critical or it's important not to call yourself someone's wife until you truly have the documentation and the ring on your finger but I digress so in writing that um, it had been an incident where a couple of females when I was dating this guy um, they had never I had never seen him at seen them on his social media site the whole time we were just conversing And then once we got serious, all of a sudden I started seeing faces and comments that I had never even seen prior to are making it official. And there were a couple of females that just had to inbox me and reach out to me and tell me their conversations with him and their little excursions with him and just all these things that they had done with him. And they were making it appear as if all of this was present tense. However, there was a conflict of the times that they were talking about. He was with me. And so 
I felt like what they were trying to do was going to rise out of me. So he actually kind of put them to the test. And um, just for me, like I had already felt it. I felt like they were just trying to get a, a response. And I really believe that it was a situation where they didn't think of him as much. And then once we started dating, all of a sudden, it's like his value went up. <laughs> and so all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I think I might want to give him a chance. But they weren't thinking about giving him a chance before he got in a relationship. Some of y'all can truly relate to that. But I literally watched. I didn't respond. I felt like that was his battle. He was going to have to deal with it. And so he went and he pretty much just told them, you need to leave her alone. She has nothing to do with what y'all are talking about. She ain't did nothing to y'all. So he did go and defend me. But I remember paying attention to how their conversations changed. So once they didn't get a rise out of me, they went from talking about him like he was a dog to a few weeks later praising him for the good man that he was. And in my mind, I was like, what if I would have taken the bait? What if I would have taken everything that these ladies were saying to try to deter me from trying that, that particular relationship out and seeing who he was for myself in present time? And I think about that now because I'm like, okay. There's going to be situations because once you actually call yourself dating someone or trying to get to know someone or getting serious about someone, a lot of people start to realize what they once had. And part of it is ego driven. Part of it is just to see if they still got it. So what they'll do is try to reach out to them, send them a couple of texts, send them a couple of photos of her cleavage or whatever, just to kind of get some type of response from him to let the person know that he's currently dating that you ain't got him like you think you got him boo and so i started wondering like okay Teresa, so you've been out the, the dating game now for a few months but you haven't really had to deal with because i haven't i haven't had to deal with anything of that sort and so sometimes i just have the what if conversations with myself and I just do that just to make sure that I stay on my P's and Q's. Because you just never know. You never know when you're going to just need to be ready. And so um, I was like, what would I do if I were in a situation where I had started courting someone. And then all of a sudden, a couple of exes start to just come out of nowhere. Well... Just like anything, because I've witnessed it in, in my in my own life with other relatives. And I've literally had to have those conversations because there was a particular um, situation where one of my siblings, um, he was falsely accused of cheating. And what I told the person that he is now engaged to, I said, you got to think about what source it's coming from. First of all, anytime that you're dealing with a bitter woman, don't ever underestimate a bitter woman, period and point blank. And a bitter man too, because it can go both ways, literally. Don't ever underestimate anyone that is bitter because you never know what links they will they will like shrink to in order to hurt you like they're hurting. 
And so I just told her, you know, whatever you decide, that's fine. They were actually just, um, I believe they were just boyfriend and girlfriend at the time. Now they are engaged. But I told her, whatever you decide to do, that's fine. But I just need you to be mindful of the source. Who is the information coming from? If the information is coming from the ex, you better do some real, true, genuine research to make sure that the information is solid before you just go and believe every word that is coming out of that person's mouth because you don't know the intent behind the message. Now, if it is 100% and it has been proven and you got a couple more witnesses, okay, well, then that would be a reason to give you pause. But if it's just the he say, she say, honey, people been he and, and saying and she and saying for forever, for decades, for years, for centuries. And so um, pretty much I just told her, don't let that be the basis. Don't let that be the reason why you end a relationship is behind he say, she say. Make sure you have some facts to back it up, boo, because people will say anything, especially when they see that you're happy, especially when they see that, let's just say it is an ex, and maybe he didn't do for her or she didn't do for him what is being done for you. Well, jealousy is going to creep in, honey. It's going to be like, well, how come he didn't do that for me? He wasn't doing all of that for me when we were together. Well, maybe you weren't loving him the way he needed to be to be loved to even get treated like that. But jealous people, they say jealousy is, is worse than death or stronger than death. Jealous people can do some crazy things. And so um, I would just be careful. Like if you know, if you are dealing with a relationship where someone is coming and calling and sending you text messages and sending you pictures and trying to all the extra stuff, talking about receipts, they got receipts and all that, just Make sure you recognize the source. And then what I also, and this is something that I kind of like, um, that I also remember about when I was dating this particular person. Looking back, I believe that that was one of the most mature relationships that I have ever experienced in my entire existence. And... I just remember how certain things were said, certain things were done, but I just was in a different headspace. So part of it was because I genuinely cared about this person. But the other part was I had grown up in so many areas that the things that used to bother me, they didn't bother me in this particular relationship. The things that normally would have caused me to be like, ah, I didn't have that. And and I do believe it was because I genuinely trusted this person. I trusted my, I trusted, I trusted this person. So it's like I trusted myself around this person. I trusted my children around this person. Um, I always felt safe. I always, it just, it was just a really, it was one of the most mature relationships I've ever been in. But in doing, you know, and being in that relationship, what I noticed is that he would not argue with me. And I had never, ever been in a relationship where arguing was not a part of the dialogue. But with him, if I raise my voice, which I do quite often because I'm just a loud person. But if I raise my voice, he would get like really defensive. 
and he maybe that was his trigger i didn't realize at the end but it's like he would literally say i'm not going to argue with you he would remove himself from a situation before he would ever raise his voice at me and i had never been around anyone like that and so i think that's what caused me to have a little bit more respect for him because the guys i had been with before we would have we would have i guess argument matches or whatever who could get louder i don't know we <laughs> lord jesus that, those are very immature relationships compared to the one that i was with i was in with him but it's like anytime i would get upset he would just allow me a, a chance to just calm myself down, figure out a way to articulate what I'm trying to say without raising my voice. So I literally worked on my tone with him and I learned how to communicate without getting indignant, being disrespectful. I learned how to articulate how I felt without stripping him of his manhood I've learned how to speak intentionally and I learned how to let a man be a man and that even if the man did not choose me for him to still be able to walk away from that relationship feeling like he's the man <laughs> But I learned that in that relationship. And so I'm grateful for that because prior to that, I didn't have those type of examples um, and I didn't have those type of experiences to where I felt like no matter what. And then that's the other thing, too. Like he always made me feel like I was a queen, Like no matter what was going on. Um, whether we were in a relationship or just for like, even after we broke up, he was, he always made me feel like whatever you need, I got you. And, um, yeah. So that was one of the great, I guess one of my greatest relationships that I've ever been in, but I learned a lot about that. And I learned how women can, when they, when they don't see the value of someone while they're dating that person. Or they take them for granted because they feel like that person will always be around. And then when that person finds someone else who truly appreciates them and truly sees their worth, then all of a sudden they want to act a fool. And so it's like, do you meet them where they're at or do you take the high road? I chose to take the high road and eventually guess what happened? They were silenced. I never heard anything. I gave it like, I think it was like, it might max. And I think I'm exaggerating. Max, it might have been three weeks that I had to deal with them talking crazy. But I never said a mumbling word. I never said a mumbling word. And I'm like, wow, Lord, this is what happens when you resist the devil. He really does flee. He really does flee. So I hope that wherever you are, that you are encouraged. And this is going to conclude this portion of my podcast. But I would like to read a letter to my future hubby. And then I will end the podcast. It is dated March the 1st of 2021. And it says, Dear Future Hubby, 
no relationship is perfect. Each person comes with their own issues, their own past and their own preconceived notions. However, my prayer is that you will not come with any drama. No ex-fiance drama, no ex-girlfriend drama, no ex-wife drama, no ex-situationship drama, no ex-entanglement drama, no ex-baby mama drama, no ex-baby daddy drama. Yeah, I said it. I don't want any drama. No mother-in-law drama, no sibling drama, no children, no stepchildren drama. You name it. Simply because I have fought entirely too hard and for too long at this juncture of my life not to have drama play a role in it. What I am looking for is peace. The kind of peace that surpasses all understanding with the love of my life. I want our growing old to be graceful and not hellful. <laughs> no drama, please. Thank you. I love you. Love, Teresa. I hope y'all have a blessed and wonderful evening or morning whenever it is that you hear this podcast. And please do me a huge favor. Take care of yourself because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye.